Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Life and Couture podcast, where we are cultivating conversations for women on the journey to self-love, self-discovery, and entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Tara Sherman, and today I have a very special guest, Miss Adria Hooks. Thank you so much for joining me. I am super excited to dive into um, this interview. I know you're going to drop some, some real gems on us, so I'm just excited to get started. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Okay, so, um, guys, Miss Adria is a certified business coach, a global speaker, and a social media strategist. And she is also the founder and CEO of the Divine Success Sister Network, the Business Bay, and Powerful Men in Style. And so what I like to do, Adria, um, before we kind of dive in, is I like to give my guests an opportunity to, in their own word, words, tell the audience more about who they are and what it is that they do. Sure. Um, I am, as you said, a board-certified professional business coach, global speaker, social media strategist, um, other companies, and I just became the chapter president of the Business Bestie Atlanta chapter. Congrats. Um, <laughs> thank you, organization. So I'm super excited about bringing and heading over Business Bestie organization in Atlanta. Um, so basically... And just overall, mm-hmm. my ultimate goal is to basically inspire women entrepreneurs around the world by really teach them how to balance it all, believe in their vision, and go after their dreams. Um, another thing that I'm good at is really giving women the tools, motivation, and guidance they need to get to six figures, to be profitable, yes. to be successful. Um, and so that's what I do. I'm a wife and a mom of two major teachers teenage girls. So I'm, I'm a regular woman just like everybody else, um, but as a wife and a, an entrepreneur and a mom, you know, it's hard to balance it all right. through all the challenges, and I like to help women make it through it. Great, great. Well, I'm super excited to have you on. Um, like I said, the the Life Couture podcast, we're actually um, tailored, con- we actually tailor our content um, towards women entrepreneurs and so you are the perfect fit actually <laughs> um, and so my first question for you would be what was your career path prior to becoming um, a career coach like have you has this always been something that you've been into um, just kind of like to follow your journey sure so when I worked in corporate my career was IT Oh, okay. <laughs> so information technology, woman in tech, I do a lot of code, website builds, a little bit of graphic design, yes. um, but a network administrator. So anything in information technology, I was doing in corporate. I'm A plus plus certified, A plus certified, Cisco certified. So I'm used to being in a room full of boys, uh, telling them what to do mm-hmm. and how to fix their, you know, company's computers and networks and things like that, and always being underestimated because I was a woman in the corporate world. Um, I spent many years in Apple, was actually a trainer for them. Um, And so, yeah, that's what I did. However, I had also had another life outside of me. Um, There was a phase where I couldn't find a job, and I sold drugs. And so I had a street life on top of it, which is weird. But I guess overall, you know, now it's molded me into someone that has street smarts and book smarts. Right, so my right. husband appreciates that. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> no, but most, but most definitely. Can you talk a little bit about how, like, those, um, 
like the skills that you learn in both worlds. I feel like you had the best, not the best of both worlds, but I feel like you've had the experience in both worlds. Um, how do you use or like, how do you translate those skills into what it is that you do now? Or how has the, how have those experiences helped to shape um, what you do now and make you successful at what you do now? Um, well, the street life really makes you grow up kind of fast, yeah. mature fast, but also it gives you that hustle, ambition, mm-hmm. mentality, right? It, it creates um, this hard knock life, you know, concept where you have to get up and get it no matter what. It's a dog eat dog world, mm-hmm. and you have to be up before everybody else, or you made no money for the day, and I was the only way you could eat. Mm-hmm. And there was in between time where I was homeless, so being able to experience that part of life really made me humble mm-hmm. growing into the woman I am right now. So um, then the corporate side of it has gave me the experience to be a professional, right. um, understanding how to handle corporate clients, customers, even staff. Um, and then my actual industry, IT, helped me create a business um, that helped fund in my dreams. Because in IT, I don't care what field you're in, even you got mm-hmm. certified, went to school for it, you always have work, even if it's for yourself. Right. So I was able to, when I decided to become a full-time entrepreneur, be able to first build websites for people to help fund my business and what I really want to do, which is women empowerment and coaching. So I was able to build websites and do network stuff for small companies that really brought money into my pocket. So being able to have that experience... Um, and the corporate world taught me professionalism. The street world also taught me how to deal with people who were haters or right. who, who <laughs> wanted what you got and tried to take from you. It gave you that hard edge. Um, so it allows me to adapt in every environment. And besides, um, I'm able to relate to any woman, no matter what her background is, right. whether she was born with a silver spoon or, you know, she's had a hard, hard life most of her time. I'm able to adapt to any female. So um, I'm happy that I was able to do that. That's amazing. That's amazing. And I, um, I mean, I value everyone's story, but I feel like yours is so, um, like you've had a variety of experiences and I just think that in itself is amazing. And the fact that you are able to be transparent and speak about it. Um, and just like, I know just given my background, like I haven't sold drugs, but, um, you know, like I come from humble beginnings and I come from, you know, an environment where drugs were being sold. So you definitely do learn that hustle and bustle within that environment. Um, and you do learn how to produce for yourself. So I think that is amazing. And I think that, um, it is beautiful, honestly, that you could take those skills and translate it into something, um, that is positive and that is empowering because you're, you're essentially, you're giving women the tools that they need to create a lifestyle for themselves, you know, and create a lifestyle for their families. So I think, that is amazing. <laughs> like, Thank you. Like, Thank you. love that. Love that. Um, and so my next question would be, um, what are the benefits of working with a business coach? Oh, well, the benefits are working with a business coach is accountability. Okay. Um, giving you the right guidance in your career path. Um, and having, you know, just maybe that support system. Um, you know, people mix 
a strategist and a coach, they get them confused. Right. Strategists, they typically just give you strategies in building a successful business. They tell you what to do when you do it, right? Right. But a business coach, they allow you to figure it out yourself. And as you're along your journey, they're there for you and guide you in the right direction. So anytime you lose your way, your your coach is supposed to guide you and advise you, you know, hey, okay, once you go over that, that way. And they ask questions to make you think and help you figure it out yourself so you can be self self-sufficient as a business owner. Right. Um, business coaches are, are a very huge piece to the investment that you make in your life because um, if you really think about it, everyone has a business coach. All successful people have coaches. They have life coaches. They have business coaches. Mm-hmm. They have spiritual coaches. Um, just having that board of advisors in your circle um, really will help your path to success. Right. It makes it brighter. I definitely, I definitely agree. Um Cause I always tell, cause I do brand coaching and I always tell my clients, um, you know, sometimes they get ahead of themselves and they, you know, they don't want, they don't want people to know that they're having coached or being coached or, you know, they don't want to seek out a business coach. And I always push them towards having some sort of mentor or some sort of, some sort of coach. Um, because like even the most successful people that I know are, have coaches. And so I just think that's a major part of being successful and so getting started into entrepreneur at what stage in your business did you enlist a business coach or did you um go that route i'm sorry repeat that last question i'm sorry um did you did you go the route of enlisting a business coach or um so this is how i kind of did it and this is pretty unorthodox so i made six figures in nine months in 2017 okay i did that without a coach now, this is not granting to recommend anybody to try to do this without a business coach. But the main reason why I was doing it because originally I couldn't afford the coaches I wanted. Mm-hmm. I knew the coach that I really wanted that took me there. She was ten to fifteen thousand dollars. I didn't want no fly by night coach. Right. Um, but again, I'm pretty much of a self learner, and I'm always been big. Even when I was in the street, I always was been hard headed. Mm-hmm. You know the people that only learned when they got beat down. Yep, <laughs> me. <laughs> well, you know what your mom used to say: you got a hard head and a soft, soft behind. Girl, yes. yes, that was me. So because I always learned that way, unfortunately, when it came to building business, I unfortunately learned the same way. Right. I learned from all my failures and the mistakes. But with me, that made it different was that anytime I made a mistake, I look forward to it because I knew where I went wrong and I can make adjustments to fix it and, and make it right. right. Um, I'm also, unlike most entrepreneurs, unfortunately, I'm be honest with you, everything you want to know about your business is in a book or online, mm-hmm. seriously. If you take classes, if you do self-study, if you go to the library, if you really are committed to learning how to be a successful entrepreneur, you can be self-taught. I was yeah. a self-taught entrepreneur. I self-taught myself to six figures. And although at any time I could have hired a coach, but I really was challenging myself to see if I can get there with some amount of knowledge. So it, I expanded my network. My network is everything, relationships and respect, mm-hmm. everything, yes. okay, when it comes to success. Mm-hmm. Not just building relationships, but respecting yourself and respecting other people in those relationships can take you super far. Now that's a gem. So, um, Understanding how to collaborate, which made me far, get far. So I was able to barter services, collaborate with other women in areas of my business that I need. So it cut down on my expenses. Mm-hmm. And then I was able to research. So what areas I did not learn, I bartered with someone to come into my business as an expert to, 
through that area, and then I learned it later. So I ended up building a team around me that were experts in things I was unfamiliar with that helped me grow my business. Gotcha. Um, and, and that just came from experience, right? So then at that point, I was my famous, my famous, my, my, my coaches that I loved, because I couldn't afford them, because there's a lot of women entrepreneurs that want to coach and can't afford them. Mm-hmm. So what I did was invested in their trainings or like their master classes or I went to their conferences. So they still, although they may not coach you one-on-one, they still should have other products and services that you can invest in right. and still learn what they learn. And that's what I did. And I applied it into my business. And then eventually I was like, oh, no, I look at my 1099 for 2017. I was like, wow, I did that on 1,000. I did that by myself. Right. However, there was no way I'm able to scale that without getting some type of training, some type of course, investing in myself repeatedly. I probably invested at least 60000 of that back into my business mm-hmm. um, to, to, to be able to scale higher this month. But this year, I do have a coach. I was able to afford the coach I wanted. And with her guidance, now I'm not all over the place because that's mm-hmm. how, I, how I felt. I felt like I was over here doing this, over here doing this, over here doing this. But I knew I was in the right direction, but I was doing too much. Right. And now this year, I'm able to make more money faster because now I'm guided in the right direction. And I don't have so many things going on like I did last year. That's amazing. That's amazing. And so um, the next thing would be, can you give three to five steps for leaving your nine to five to pursue um, full time uh-huh. entrepreneurship? Um, okay. So nine to five, I never recommend anyone just to walk out and say, forget this and start their own business. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I don't recommend it, although there are successful entrepreneurs that just do, quit on right. the fly and did it. You know what I'm saying? And if you do not have the discipline and the drive to do that, then don't do it. If you're going to walk out, you have to be, be disciplined. And you got to be, you got to have the mindset and you have to have the drive. Yeah. And, and um, because of that, that's, that's the only way that will work, right? Mm-hmm. But running a business requires funding. You, your business is only going to grow as far as the money you put into it. I try to tell entrepreneurs all the time, you can't do everything for free all the time. You can't keep buying a, looking for free resources and free trainings and, and free mentors. That's because good. eventually you're going to have to put money into this business. Regardless, you got to buy materials, you got to purchase services, marketing, and all that good stuff. So, I always recommend step one to stay on the job and look at your checks and put create a percentage of your checks to put to save either save for the business or put little investments into the business until you can get it to a certain place. So, if you need your website done, pull the money out your check for your website. If you need branding, pull the money out for your check. If you need to be in a group coaching program that's monthly, put that in your check. Invest in your coaching. Invest in your resources. Invest in yourself. Invest in your brand while you're working. Be your own investor using your job. A lot of people think that, oh, I'm working a job. I'm being a slave. I hate my job. I'm ready to leave. But look at it as, okay, I'm getting paid. I'm able to keep a roof over my head right now because mm-hmm. it's real out here in these yeah. toy streets, okay? <laughs> I was just talking to, I don't know if it was, I think it was like my last episode or maybe the episode before last, we are talking about healthcare, like, you don't realize how expensive it is. Yes, it's real out here in these entrepreneurships, you still got to pay that mortgage, you still mm-hmm. got to pay your car note, you still got to pay house insurance, you still got to put food in your house, so you get up and leave your job and you jump into your business, you got to have some 
real hustle, ambition, drive to focus and, and make money by working the business. So, um, um, but the easiest way to do it to make you stress not as stressed out is um, to invest a little bit of money into it as much as you can until you get to a certain point where the money that you invest, you start to see back from the business. Okay, step two, once you have invested money and you start seeing the money back, back in the business, if the business is now starting to make at least as much or more money than you're making on your job, then it's the time for your exit plan from the job. Okay. Okay? So if you're able to replace your income from your business with your health expenses, your insurance, and all that stuff from your business, then I believe it's safe to leave the job. Also, I recommend to also have a savings. Okay, and we all said three months, three months to six months savings. Now, again, people might say I'm doing too much because there's people like, well, you could just do it. Just if you quit the job, just go for it. You know? Right. Yeah. Okay. Depending on what type of person you are, but most of us aren't like that. Mm-hmm. You know, most of people are scared to take the leap to, to quit their job and jump over the edge, and, and, and really, a lot of people are scared. And then once they're in it, they have no clue what to do. Um, then the third step. Once you're able to do that, then time management is everything, okay? And I think that should be number two. I should flip that. Two, I'm going to flip time management to number two. And number three, put that into once the business is making money. Gotcha. Number two should be time management. Know how to manage your time, especially if you're a wife, if you're a mom, and you're working nine to five, and you're trying to run a business full time, it's overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Um, something is going to be lacking in some area if you're not managing your time okay. So if, if just put a little time into your business every day. Even if after work, after you get the family settled in bed, if you go into your little corner and work in your business for an hour or two, do that. But make sure you're going to bed and you're not staying up late at night depriving yourself of sleep and you get to the job and you're falling out of your chair napping because you're working too hard we still have to manage our self-care we still have to have self-care and we still have to have a work-life balance so um that and then number three seeing the business grow financially and if it's starting to replace your job income then i could say it's safe to leave you know um and, and and then after that being able to then all the investments that you made, you then should be able to still invest in yourself and now to nurture that business and keep it going and flowing. Um, but a business coach, a good one, mm-hmm. can help you, guide you in the right investments that you need to make in your business as you transition from the nine to five. So that way you're comfortable leaving and you're not throwing money like most of us all over the place, the wrong direction forever. And you end up leaving your job because you're frustrated. And now because you thought you put all this money into the business and you leave, you're ready and you end up broke and almost homeless. Right. So don't be a crackhead for your business. I always say that. <laughs> no, that's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> don't be a crackhead for your business. Don't be trying to pull all kind of money all over the place, throwing it all over and it's gone. Just mm-hmm. because you want it to sell for business. you got to be smart about our choices. So that's what a business coach really, really could help you with. That's good. That's really good. That's really good. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. And so next, so you talk about being a wife and a mother. Can you share, because um, currently I am in a relationship, but I don't have any children. So can you talk more about balancing work life, home life? Uh, is it a such thing yeah. as balance? <laughs> so there is such thing as balance. 
um, I believe as a wife or if you're in a relationship, it's all about communication in regards to your goals. Mm -hmm. We all want to be with someone that supports your dreams. Right. Right. And so when you have the right person that really supports your dreams, they would understand the time amount of the amount of time that you would have to put into your business. This is why entrepreneurs find it hard to date because a lot of people require a lot of time. Dating requires a lot of personal time. As entrepreneurs, we really don't have a lot of that kind of time, right? right? Mm -hmm. By the time we get to personal time with someone else, we need that for ourselves to kind of regroup. So understanding having the right person in your life. But knowing when to shut down. So a lot of this needs to do better in regards to creating business hours, how often clients and partners can call us. You know, a lot of this leaves the wrong impression for us to work with customers all night, 24 hours, seven, have partners calling us at 3 o'clock in the morning, you're supposed to be in the bed with your husband, things like that. So really knowing when to shut it down right. and have family time. So um, we just implemented, I'm going to be honest, we just implemented business hours into my business, and it's changed so much in regards to the amount of time I now have for my family in the evenings. I'm officially 9 to 6, Monday through Friday, that's it. Don't call me on Saturday and Sunday about nothing. Don't call me after <laughs> 6 or 7 about nothing, unless it's an important meeting that I want to have with you. So after 7 o'clock, 6 or 7 o'clock, guess what? I'm with my, I'm with my family. Right. So whatever I can't get down between 9 and 6, it's going to have to wait till the next day. But if you're effectively being productive in the amount of hours that you're giving yourself in your own schedule that you're creating for yourself, then closing, shutting down business at 6 o'clock or 7 o'clock, whatever your schedule for your business is, mm -hmm. shouldn't be a problem because you have fulfilled your task for the day and tomorrow's another day. Right. Um, so understanding to create um, a schedule for yourself, a work schedule, just like if you were working a nine to five, you get up at a work schedule and you work the schedule and you come home and, and you don't bring work home and you spend time with your family or nap with your cat, whatever it is. Right. Um, so I think that piece is super important um, because now the husband on the significant other doesn't feel like, oh, you're putting your business before me or you feel, because they, they will feel like that, especially if they're entrepreneurs themselves. Yes, I think that's good. And they try to support, they trying to support, but at the same time, they're like, it's business, 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 business. Right. You know, that's all you care about is your business. You know, you don't want them to feel like that. So you, you gotta, you gotta put a schedule into your life. Time management is everything. Yeah, because I know, um, we used to set aside Saturdays for like our date days because um, he and I both, you know, we both have our own businesses as well. And so we would designate a day for date days. But then, you know, as, um, you know, as business picks up, it's like you kind of scrambling like, <laughs> like we'll make time this day. We'll make time this day. But it's like I know I hear a lot of people um just like colleagues and um, other entrepreneurs and different people that I've collaborated with, one of the number one things is trying to find that balance. And then for the most part, um, you know, we're in that stage where we don't have children yet. So it's like, if we find it difficult, I know my fear was if I find it difficult to balance now, what is it going to be like once children are added into the equation? So, um, but it is all about time management. So thank you for sharing. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Time management is huge. Yeah, and then um, can you talk about an issue that you struggle with and share how you overcame it? Um, an issue in business 
and how you overcame it? Uh, forgetting about myself. Oh, that's good. Um, which led into depression. Okay. Being overworked and burnt out, entrepreneur depression. That's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, because as women, we wear so many hats yeah. in different areas before we wear our own hat for ourselves, before we could put on our favorite hat that we like to wear for us, mm-hmm. we wear everyone else's hat. So we carry a lot on our shoulders, you know, from our husband, our family, our mom, our kids, you know, their school, you know, all everybody's issues in their circle ends up being yours. Right. Um, sometimes, and we're, we're, a lot of women are used to being the strong one around who they are around everyone else. Right, mm-hmm. and so as as entrepreneurs, we lose. We're too busy building and businesses to support others, but we forget about ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, although I made the six figures last year, nine months, I spent eighteen hours a day in my business. There was days where I went no sleep. There were days where I went my hair and nails with a hot mess. I didn't buy any clothes. My husband looking at me, can you please take a shower? You know? <laughs> I've had those. <laughs> I'm shower in two days. My husband's like, baby, can you please take a shower? I'm almost there. I'm almost there. I'm going to meet my so-so. You know, um, right. we forget about taking care of ourselves. We, you know, and that's something that I struggle with because I've always been the person that's been big-hearted and put people before myself. Mm-hmm. And I always thought about other people, how they felt, what they were doing, how to take care of them. And I was always the person to jump up when somebody needs something from me and never did that for me. And so I struggled with that all year. Mm-hmm. And then what I learned was that when I really need something, when I felt burnt out, when I felt like I was in my bed crying because, you know, I'm just overwhelmed uh-huh. and everything and I wish people would leave me alone, nobody was really there. Right. Except for, like, my husband and, like, my inner circle. So then I had to eliminate friends who were not for me, who were negative. I had to eliminate even family had to get cut off. Mm-hmm. So once I really recognized who my circle was and the people that were draining my energy, I ended up becoming freer and monkeys were hopping off of my back. <laughs> <laughs> Burdens were falling off because I was too busy carrying everyone else's burden while building a business. And we have that. And also another challenge is setbacks. Some things don't work. You know, we face many things, you know, from almost having to get kicked out of our house when right. business was slow and things were challenging with me as a loopy because I have lupus. There's times where I got sick and would flare up from working too hard and now I can't do anything for a whole month. Right. You know, and, and so our illnesses, the death in the family. And so understanding how to push through that perseverance so key into successful entrepreneur because a lot of women they get stuck in that and which causes depression and they they don't their mindset shifts into well is me this is what's going on I can't work on my business I'm so they lose sight and they fall out of love with their business right. that's why they call me the business thing because my goal is to keep entrepreneurs in love and help them fall in love and allow the world to fall in love with their businesses it's all about loving yourself right. so once you love yourself your business will love you back. And that is huge. Yeah. you got to have the self-confidence and self-love. Take care of yourself. That's true because I always say you can't pour from an empty cup. And so no. we're so busy um, 
and I don't think we give ourselves enough credit, but it's like as an entrepreneur, you are a visionary, you are a creator. And so, um, but it's difficult to continuously have that vision flow and have those ideas flowing if you're drained and you're feeling overwhelmed. Um, and I know you just talked about, you know, setbacks like death and, you know, deaths, um, divorce, um, depression, those kind of things. What advice would you give those women for pushing through? Because I know we we have this concept of, okay, you got to push through this. You have to persevere through this. What are, what are some like things that they can do to actually help them push through? Um, so mindset shift. So mindset is everything in pushing through. This is why I'm looking forward to my book coming out, The Power of Mindset. I'm still working on it. Yes. Um, <laughs> so The Power of Mindset, it's all about persevering to create wealth, exuberance, and, you know, uh, just a, a fun, happy life, right? Um, so first thing I'm pushing through is believing in yourself, knowing that you're going to make it through it. That's number one. Okay. We got to believe that whatever our current situation is only temporary. Some of us feel like God is like Mm -hmm. torturing us or never making out of it, but you have to believe and have faith Mm -hmm. to your mindset. In order for you to believe and have faith, you have to tell yourself that you have to think positive. You have to know it. You have to act behind it you know you have to say it so affirming praying um going back to your why why did you start in the first place why is why does this business exist Uh, who is this really for i was a mother for me my why are my kids really just showing them how to be successful and to leave a legacy that's important so sometimes i might lose my way and i refer back to my why Mm -hmm. The next thing that I uh, recommend is action. Just take action. Don't stop working, even if it's just a little bit. You know, set your goal and do what you can to accomplish your goal any way you can. Um, Another thing is delegation. Sometimes we're so overwhelmed, we're trying to do everything in our business when we really need to start delegating and let some of these things go so we can have some freedom. Right. And a lot of us have a hard time with delegating because we don't trust many people. We've got trust issues, right? Mm-hmm. So you gotta, you have, but you have to do it. You can't be a successful business owner by yourself. You gotta have a team. Um, and getting around the right circle that is inspiring. Maybe getting an accountability partner, mm-hmm. hiring your coach, working with your mentor, um, eliminating any negative people in your life that aren't going for you, even if you have to end up by yourself. Um, you know, they say solitude is the best gratitude for your life. Um, so needing that time to yourself, but putting yourself out there around women who are doing things, who are making it happen, who are traveling, who are building great businesses, who can feed inspiration into you. Being or having that type of circle will inspire you a lot too. Yeah. That's good. That's good. That's really good. Um, I want to thank you again because you really shared some amazing gems and so i know that the listeners are really going to get a lot out of this interview um before we wrap up could you just share um you know your website um your social media handles just how can people get plugged into you and to your services yes so my website is 
Business Bay, D-A-E, dot com. <laughs> I love that name. And, <laughs> thank you. And it's the Business Bay on all social media, B-A-E. That's amazing. Um, um, and so, yeah, that, you can just meet me all on social media at the Business Bay. Um, it's all the same, Twitter. But I'm, I'm heavy on Instagram and Facebook. That's where I really am. And, um... The business, the bestie, the business bestie chapter is launching soon, so I'm super excited about that. So that that will open up doors for women to come and, and really get um, business support that they need by finding a business bestie here in Atlanta. We have a chapter in Houston, and we're having one here in Atlanta. We'll be doing brunches, cool. we'll be doing business boot camps. So I'm super excited about launching that. So they should look out for that. Great, great. Now, anything else, um, like any other events coming up soon? or? Um... Oh, yes. Um, so, um, September I'll be in L.A. speaking for the She Bosses Brunch. So, if you're in Los Angeles, you can definitely look at She. She is F-H-E-E-O. So, She-E-O Bosses Brunch yes. in L.A. <laughs> um, and then I'll be in Orlando for a women's conference. Um, in Orlando, um, and they can follow me to stay up, up to date on all the events I'm speaking on, and I'm actually planning a office dinner, um, so I know everybody's brunching, but I'm, I'm full some dinner parties out here, I was just okay? about to say, to do some switching it up, <laughs> right. yeah, we're going to switch it up, we're going to have dinner, so I'm going to do my first dinner in October, so I'm super excited about that, so if they're following me, they can stay tuned for the dinner that they can attend here in Atlanta. Cool, cool. Well, thank you so much once again for being a guest. Um, definitely enjoy speaking with you. I've learned a lot, so I can tell you now that um, the audience is definitely going to benefit from the information that you shared today. So thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. I enjoyed myself. Yes. Okay, guys. And until next time, thank you for tuning in to Life in Couture.